we start from zero because I make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to episode four of series eight of the Keep Dancing podcast. I'm Ellie and I'm your host. Tonight I'm joined by AJ. Hello. Meg. Hello. Elliot. Good evening. And Millie. I'm back from outer space. Woo! Uh, to reveal, uh, to rip open the shirt of week four, to reveal a bunch of uneven critiques. We're your 100% unofficial, <laughs> unexpurgated, unauthorised source of strictly come dancing analysis and opinions. We aren't neutral, we aren't always polite, but we are drawing cute fan art of Nikita and Vito in adorable young adult romance scenarios. If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at keepdancingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at keepdancing dancing pod the strictly tea towels are available the christmas shopping thing seems to have started so get in use code fuego for a listener discount week four things are getting real well scores are getting crazy in a sensible way oh, it's reset week it is reset week it's crazy. after the after the high of the first theme the Haribo high has worn it's, off. It was also palpably improved frock week. Yes. Yeah. But dubious music week. Well, we will see to each one of those individually as we go along. Shall we get into it? Yes. Dancing a samba that was so pink I lost control of my critical faculties and gave it a 10, it's Ellie Leach and her partner Vito. It was so pink. It's so like my pink. TV broke. Like, I've, I've convinced the colour, just it's just gone. Just diving into a sea of processed magenta, just heaven. Um, but eventually I did turn the contrast down on the TV so that I could see that this had quite a lot in common with Fleur's samba in the sort of the amount of attack given. And I wasn't like, even though Fleur's samba got loads of points, I wasn't necessarily keen on it. It it was a kick the samba to death samba. Yes, it was very, very samba. Like all the samba. Threw it all at the samba. Including the medium-sized neon flamingo. Oh, they were terrible. They'll haunt my dreams. Uh, the AR flamingos. Oh, no, I'm talking about the real ones in the background. Oh, yeah. They were think... okay. relatively tasteful. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a relative term. <laughs> when, when everything's so <laughs> pink, you're grading on a curve... And the curve that I'm grading on is the asymmetric magenta feather boa of uh, Ellie's hem. <laughs> <laughs> that, that hem moderately upset me. I think it's interesting 
the asymmetry is back, and I liked it slightly better than just a standard bum feather. Yes. Um, yeah. But I wonder if we could go to Elliot to explain what felt sort of attacky about that sam- uh, a samba. Hello. Um, well, yeah, firstly, asymmetrical, to use that, is coming back, and especially a lot of feathers are back in fashion, so expect to see a lot of frocks of them. And I think it's more a veto thing than anything, because he went at this routine full force, so I think Ellie thought she had to match it, or just, or she doesn't know any different, we should say, really. She thinks that's what she needs to go at. Um, it wasn't bad, like, but I just looked at the runtime of these compared to our other three dances, and they're all pretty much the same, but this felt a lot longer. I don't know this because it had more content, and as I was faffing about, or it was at the same high energy pace from start to finish, but it did feel like it went on for a long time. Um, and I think that's part of the issue, is that because it was all of that same pace, although Samba is a party dance and has speed, it's got the most rhythm changes out of all the 10, so you can actually make a lot of things faster and a lot of things slower in the same bar of music, and there wasn't that dynamic, which is why I think it just got a mediocre score of 28 and was in you know, the danger zone by the end of it, because it was all sort of like, bang, flash, open. But an hour and a half later, it was kind of like, I did kind of forget about this until the recap came round. So I did think she was in slight danger, but it shows she's got a televote. Um, I just want her to have like a rumba or something now because I'm worried this partnership is going to be a bit like recent Nancy where the pro gets all excited that they've got a really good dancer and all this energy and they can do all these things but they don't showcase that stillness. They have in ballroom at points but Latin it's still not there and I think that's what the judges were trying to say is like you give it all this energy and you give it a lot of attack but we need to see the control of it now. Hmm, okay. Was Vito activating the televote by just having a suit jacket with no shirt on as well? Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah, his but... televote and he can activate it however <laughs> he wants. I think I think we've worked out that Vito is allergic to shirts. And we're fine with this. Terrible, terrible chafing around the nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we're introducing the concept of twenty-eight being the like the calibration score, the the seven out of ten, the the judges saying just ugh, sort this out amongst yourselves. It certainly was this week. It did feel there was a lot of calibration score, but I guess this is where we will be wanting to shake out and see who does actually have enough demographic to take them all the way to the final and who should probably get their couple's choice out of their way out of the way fairly fairly sharpish yeah looking at the mm. four that were tied this is clearly the producers going we want to see who's got televote power when you look at the mm. four um some of them are quite popular and some have been flacking recently like scorewise so i think they've probably put those those four people together for different reasons or their names being said on social media or in the press or whatever and like hmm who can we push forward now because they've all had a good week or something but if we put them all in like a level playing field score wise who might pull ahead or who might fall behind because when i looked at those four names 
it was Angela Scanlon, Ellie, Krishnan, and Zara. And that's a very widespread, which I thought was quite interesting. Mm. Like a widespread in how good the actual dance was to be all on 28. Mm. Hmm. Let's move on. Dancing a waltz that prompted me to do a deep dive on the career of misunderstood saxophone botherer Curtis Steigers is Adam Thomas and his partner Luba. <laughs> do not Luke, take Curtis right? Steigers' name in vain. So I thought <laughs> Curtis Steigers was sort of like functionally equivalent to Michael Bolton. They, they are very similar in that kind of smooth M.O.R. way. It's a very early 90s, like, there used to be a whole segment of the market of, like, intense air grab music for grown-ups um, <laughs> with, like, intense romantic themes, I guess, um, and expensive intense music. Intense and offensive. In yes, intense romantic themes, but not offensive, and with, like, lavish music videos and stuff. And it turns out that uh, Curtis Steigers got into that sort of by accident um, because he was actually a, a jazz singer. And after his early 90s period of like adult contemporary fame, he went back to being a jazz singer and sort of fronting a big band and knocking out an album of big band standards every 18 months and he seems much happier and he's cut his hair what he's cut his hair yeah it's like <sighs> samson and delilah but with jazz uh, yeah but <laughs> except you, you cut your hair and the jazz comes back <laughs> uh so that was uh what i found out about curtis steigers is this so we don't have to talk about the ar ballroom Oh my well, god, the uh, Oh no, not the gummy pillars of doom. <laughs> I think my my uh way to talk about the gummy pillars of doom is that I'm gonna make a really big show of when they put some subtle and beautiful AR in and I'm gonna pretend I'm gonna say to the AR ballroom, I pretend I do not see it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm kinda glad we did see Adam's dance. I thought it was actually Quite nice, quite elegant, despite yeah. the gummy ballroom. As um, a sort of a smartly dressed stand upon which to display <laughs> beautiful Luba, this was perfect. Do you mean a betailed handbag? Betailed yes. handbag. Well, no, more like... Oh, no, I regret that phrase. <laughs> no, it was more like a plinth that you would put the expensive handbag on. Uh, with a nice spotlight and a, yeah. and a security guard. Is it looking. a rotating plinth? Uh, that would be tacky. That would be tacky. That's the Viennese. <laughs> um, but, no, I think Luber is, like, drilling in properly and it was just so refreshing to see them dressed normally like normal ballroom dancers doing a like normal no ballroom dance in admittedly not a normal ballroom but you know is, is this to make is this to make up for last week when luba had to dress as flipping luigi with a terrible mustache and wig is this their apology to luba she, she deserves nice one rock. she she deserves the apology 
Yep. Because this was a very simple wall, so a lot of recognisable steps with first corte, wing, spin turn, chassis, all that lovely stuff. The issue with it is, and this is when I lost my mind a bit, especially at Shirley and Anton, is obviously all the things like, oh, Luba looked great. You parted Luba well. He didn't lead any of it. He was the same within stiffness the entire time. There was no rotation at any So Everything Luba was doing, like with her head and whatnot, was by herself. She literally danced out on her own. You could take, not to be mean, because Adam has worked hard on this, but you could take him out of it and put someone else there and it would not make any difference to what Luba was doing. Um, and that's where I got a bit cross because, as you said, he was just a handbag in a tail suit and the judges seemed to praise him for it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm going off him a bit, I think. I'm just a bit over his all or nothing sort of attitude about it. Or he, always, he seems like either completely deadpan or really... Exaggerating, I'm just a bit confused by it all. Couples choice boy band medley? I mean, Good that's going to be a disaster. Well, I forgot I'm about that. <laughs> I am looking forward to that. Especially the way Dave Arch is going to murder the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, I mean... He's going he's to have a snapback on backwards, isn't he? Because that's... Didn't one of the Backstreet Boys... Wasn't that like their thing, a backwards snapback or something? I'm trying to remember the Backstreet Boys. I'm struggling. Oh no! Don't don't make us uh, no, feel I, old. No, Silence. I grew, I grew, no, I grew up with the Backstreet Boys. They have some great songs, but it's just like, do I need to see him in like the '90s, early noughties fashion? That we, the we really Boys don't. The, we really don't. He doesn't have they, enough hair for the uh, bangs. The curtains. He's, he's. How are they going to give him the curtains? <laughs> oh God! Doomed wig. Doomed wigs. <laughs> Nick Carter centre parting. Here we come. Poor Luba has to have the curtains. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Will, will, no. They, will they be wearing a sort of silk pajama set over like a white t-shirt? Because I, I feel like that was that was very <laughs> Backstreet Boys in the early nineties. It was, and then it just a bit of gold jewelry, you know, just to offset it. Yeah, they can't cool. be as bad as Nancy's bucket hat and Gilet from last year with their couple's choice of Ornella. Let's just that's the that's the bar oh. and let's see where this one lands. When you have to do strictly at six but go fishing at seven. <laughs> um Yeah. Well, I mean there is one seasonally relevant Backstreet Boys song. Um because it has a spooky video. Yes. Although... Oh yes. Uh, that does mean if it's in the mega mix, that does mean that no one's gonna end up doing it at Halloween, probably. I feel like didn't Karen do it with like a hairy biker? I just hallucinated. Well, there's a Dave, terrible Dave. allegation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was it song, Dave Myers who did it? Oh, yes. Dave. <laughs> um, right. I'm going to Google this, and while I'm going to do this, <laughs> would somebody like to talk uh, about what Ariadne pointed out to us, um, that quite a lot of the older dancers aren't on YouTube anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And where they are, the, the quality is um, potato-like. <laughs> yeah, they need to make like less potato-y videos for us because how else are we going to screen cap things oh it was uh chris ramsey and karen doing a samba uh, to backstreet's back oh, it was the, it the was wig the, came off it was the <laughs> one with the cursed wigs that gave us easy for breaches 
Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, easy for breaches. Yeah, <laughs> I just, obviously, I tried to block out the cursed wig. I'll never forget the image of Karen on the floor holding onto a wig as it's caught in his stocking and she just starts laughing, going, my wig's stuck on his foot, what do I do? <laughs> I, I Actually, I'd forgotten how much I love this dance. I'm going to be watching it immediately after this. <laughs> well, that one's available in high def because it's from 2019. But yeah, going back to the standard definition era, we are, we're really struggling for some of them and I would like to suggest a sort of Doctor Who restoration project like thing to maybe get together um a big database of all of the videos and we might mm. have to we might mm. have to find some people who were big fans of um Lucas Shooter back in the day and release the footage. <laughs> Especially like some of the earlier season dances were so good and also like the dresses are very traditional as well. So if you want a good introduction to dancing without all this sort of like faff about it the earlier seasons like season two and three are brilliant because also you've got some really great partnerships like Zoe Bourne and White like I want to watch some of them someday so I was like I just want to watch a really like Zoe Ball's Tango can I please put that first one in, a, in high def I need to watch that in high def because that was an iconic dance in my mind and if you haven't seen it go watch it all we can do is ask mm-hmm Dancing a salsa and joining the highly exclusive Strictly Stress Dream Club, it's Jody Condi and his partner, Yavita. Oh, oh Jody, I really oh. felt for him during the dance-off. Like, obviously, we were already, like, going, oh, oh, mate. He was already mate. deep in oh, mate territory after you could see his soul leave his body after the shirt got ripped. Yeah. It really was about 20 seconds in, the cringeometer just broke. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I hope, dear listener, that you've never been there, where you realise five percent into doing something where there's no going back, that you are cringe, and no matter how much you embrace your your cringeness, there is, there's, yeah. there's a tiny flicker on his face, like just half a grimace that starts just after the shirt's been ripped, and at that point, you can see his entire body seize up. Basically, yeah. and then where it's a, a fight, and I, yeah, yeah. Given that you need to not be in fight or flight to do the samba, not conducive to a party dance, correct? No, no. It was kind of kitchen at party anxiety rather than like a kind of dance floor, you know, yeah. confidence. <laughs> it was just hiding behind the counter with you. With your cup of With beer. the crisps. With the crisps. Just going. Oh. I will say that Yuvita's dress looked absolutely stunning, though. I love a, a, a 3D embellishment like that. Which yeah, I will say that I did like the Brazilian flag colours throughout the entire staging and their outfits. That was quite cool. He did have some good hip action at the start. And then, yeah, it's just like when he had his chest out, you could use he's like, yeah, no, this is not why I'm in the sport that I do or why I don't do stuff like this normally. And the red light's on the camera and I can't stop. But then he sort of did in the dance-off. And then he says Juvisa just going full whack in the dance-off like we've never seen her before because she didn't have to do the dance-off last year. Just doing anything to sort of keep herself in Strictly. <laughs> it's just like, girl, 
you're giving us everything, sadly so your partner is giving us nothing. <laughs> but, yes. But it's a shame. Queen, give us they were a, personality-wise, these two were a perfect match. And you know, I am going to miss Jodie and Yavita a lot. I do think so. it was the infection on his leg, which he said last week. He still fully hasn't fully recovered from it. And you know what? He went out there. He gave it a good done go. Um, I always have respect for anyone who gets on there and does this show. And you know what? What a contrast of salsas for Yavita to have. One of the best ever, and then one of the most confusing ever, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, given that we're only a year out from the Olympics, and he had to have special permission from British Cycling to do Strictly, we don't want to break him. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got to qualify. Oh. Like It's like he said on It Takes Two, it's like he's got to get right back into, you know, going round a, a velodrome oh. and qualifying. I didn't realize he had an exemption for to do strictly honestly. But then again, there's that slight fear. Remember last uh, last time when Royal Bailey nearly missed out the Olympics if it hadn't been delayed because it was strictly and it ruptured his knee. And if it, without the delay, he wouldn't have actually been able to go to Tokyo as well. Yeah. So there is that. There is that always that concern as a sports person, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're an active, a still practicing sports person. This Another is why it's one. it's slightly better to get somebody who's just retired and is hoping to pivot to media. It's a, a bit less high risk. I think, uh, but I'm glad we had Jordy, and yeah, it's been a big change for him, and I think he's enjoyed it. Apart from yeah. maybe that last little bit at the end. Yeah, and the randomly aborted lift halfway through the dance off, where he just hey. kind of went nah, and you'd be just like fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's just not even going to try it. It's like, I, I respect Some... that. It's like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. At that if, point, yeah. You, if you... You, there's a there's a foregone conclusion, isn't there? And you just sort of go, do you know what? No. It's not, worth, not worth It's not worth dropping anybody on the head for. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing a foxtrot. It's Amanda Abington and her partner Giovanni. And I, st- I still have, like, I've still got nothing. Still got nothing. Um, I forgot to put out a medium-sized question uh, on the social medias this week. I was busy. Um, so has anybody got a medium-sized question for us to uh, dive into? Why were the singers struggling with all the covers bar one last on this weekend? Only one song sounded good from the band, which is rare. We normally have a, a miss or two, but a lot of them sound sounded weaker than normal. From the band and the singers, which is odd. Yeah, it was a Dave Arch disaster week, more so mm. than usual. And some of the shoot. ones where some of the ones where um like they've done it before, like the Portugal the Man song. I'm sure it was better before. Yeah, definitely. It was a bit weird. The mm. the the week, yeah, musically was odd anyway, like some of the strange choices in terms of versions of tracks but oh yeah and like the contortions that we have to go through to get some songs to be the dance that they're purported to be yeah yeah which Um, we're gonna see again next week as well and we come back to our old sawhorse argument of we should just do dance-themed dances to traditional music wearing normal clothes. And of course, <laughs> um, that doesn't get 8 million viewers on a Saturday night. No. no. 
True, but I'd take that over Sex Bomb being shoehorned as an American Smooth and Tiger Lily being shoehorned into a Quick Step and Trouble by Shampoo being shoehorned into a Jive. I mean, I, every week we look at it, we just, we just message a group just going, how is this going to work as that? And it's a weekly occurrence now. <laughs> well, the the Sex Bomb version, I was I assumed it was a postmodern jukebox cover of Sex Bomb. But when I went to look, it turns out that that's actually the original B-side version of the uh, Tom Jones T collaboration. So it's bad, but but legit. But legit. Wow. Yeah, I know. You learn something every day and not always about Curtis Stigers. Sorry. That's all right. Dancing a heavy rock passo to the least rocking Red Hot Chili Peppers song I can think of. It's Krishnan Guru Murphy and his partner Lauren. Exhibit A on weird ass music choices. Yeah, what was going on with this music choice? I mean, it's not a passo. Krishnan's driving playlist. <laughs> Is that Krishnan driving along applying the guy liner to Red Hot Chili Peppers? Is that what he does yes. in his spare time? Yes. I really liked the uh, floor projection guitar. <laughs> I mean, when I saw that, my brain just went to Billanoti in the Enter Sandman Tango, where he careered down the down the guitar into the cameraman. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember Guitar Hero? Yes, that's what yeah. I was like. Like that. Like that. Um, it's a, it's oh, I, so the. It it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be because I'd been thinking of just like an extremely limp Red Hot Chili Peppers song making just a very bad passer with no dynamics. But the weird Dave Arch version did actually pump up a lot of the difference between the chorus and the verse. That's to, true. To give them something to work with. And so when it goes into the fast nonsense lyric bits, they were able to put the, um, what was the name of the fast step that they were doing? Oh, let me go back and watch it. What step was it in particular? Um, and I'll have a quick little look, look, see. Um, it was the bit where they're going, meh, 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 <laughs> it's like Anthony Kiedis is really here in the room with us. You know, that, that, <laughs> part that part that's in the club style. <laughs> Give me 30 seconds and I should be back with you with that information. <laughs> you do oh, realise that so, well, someone's going to have to record this and play it over Krishna dancing. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. It's the I... only time I'll cover Red Hot Chili Peppers. There, there was some a... really good synchronicity in this dance. Just to get back to the actual, you know, like Dancing. cheating thing. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, there was some really nice bits. You know, the, that lyric is "Who are guess you never meant it." By the way, is it? Yeah, it's absolutely I'm, not. Absolutely I mean, not. I've, I've just looked it up, and it reckons that it's "Who are guess you never meant it." Oh. 
makes sense. Okay. But yes, yeah. read the dancing. I thought it was it was full of drama. He had some good shapes. He seemed to be in time, as far as I could tell. I mean, I don't know about Juan being very convincingly, you know, angry and passo, but he tried. I love him. Yeah. He was not cursed yeah. with a tiny cape. Yeah, Lauren good. Lauren saw all of the things that had happened to people with capes before and mm-hmm. she was just like, No, ask for a jacket. <laughs> yeah. Just give the man a bolero and it'll be fine. Yeah. Plenty of eyeliner. Bish bash bosh done. Elliot, how's the research going? He's gone. He's he's he's, he's no, lost so in red hot chili peppers. If it's that bit where they're doing side by side, that's um, there's no real name for it, but it's normally like it's quite common in a few passes now where they just have like a flamenco section because there there are times in music where you can say do like a bit of that, and then normally there's end like a hand clap. I've got one in my pass now where I do like a one and two clap clap spin. Um, I don't do a knee walk anymore because that's painful. That's really painful to do a knee walk or a knee slide. So I'm impressed Krishnan did that all week because, ow. Um, and then the bit where they go down the, the guitar as well, that's just a running for a chassis sort of thing, which is quite cool and it's quite good to get you down the floor. But I think you'll say it's just a um, more Latin um, hybrid of flamenco was that section because with the with the feet and the hands, it kind of leans into that side of it all, which is becoming a bit more common in Paso now in Paso routines. There is much more of a flamenco flaring element in them now compared to five or six years ago. Huh, cool. Yeah, I think I was thinking of the chassis. That, that is a good point. That was a very good uh, knee slide and spin. Um, that could have ended badly. Also, what was the ending when Lauren just laid down? Like she just walked around and just decided, just, just, I'm just going to lie down. And Christian just pointed out. I was like, oh, that's the end. <laughs> I don't know. Me- it was me- lovely, mess- message Lauren and ask her what that was about. <laughs> Potato. <laughs> Dancing a Viennese waltz and serving lavish Christmas perfume advert realness. It's Zara McDermott and her partner Graziano. That was a lovely frock. Oh, it was lovely. That Gorgeous. frock got her through to next week. Yeah. And the, and the lovely vintage red lip as well. And the dry ice hiding the footwear. Yeah, uh, yeah fuck monster. Footwist. I I don't want to come over all VAR <laughs> on this. But right. Are we going to start having Craig draw lines like parallel with the floor from people's shoulders to characterise when these Viennese waltzers are flying flat or whether they're skippy. No, we're just going to assume that Craig had woken up on the wrong side of the bed and was being mardy. Well, I mean, like, I I would appreciate the lines being drawn. Right, it's not going to happen. No, no, no. (laughs) Well, I'm just going to have to go and get the YouTube videos and do it myself. Yes. Um, because I sort of I, I couldn't necessarily distinguish between good and bad amounts of ri- well, amounts of rise and fall that shouldn't be there that were being praised as being good versus ones that were being complained about. This is where I think people were being lenient or not, because horizon fall doesn't change much between what people saying was good and bad. 
the thing people think forget about for B&Es is yes, there is rise and fall, but it is not foot rise, it is body rise. It's actually quite a flat dance. So when people say it's skippy, it means you're coming out of your toes, whereas you should really stay almost like you're dancing just with the ceiling almost like two inches above your head. So all the rise you get is through your body, whereas she was doing it through her legs and her knees. It still wasn't bad, and I've seen it a lot worse um, from people on Strictly and otherwise, but I think that's when they say about the skippy part, because if you do it for your legs, you are going to be bobbing up. Um, I've had it described as a cork and water or a heart monitor before. <laughs> as official, official indica- indications, but yeah, it's a it's a body rise, um, not a foot rise. And I think that's if they said it like that, it would probably make a lot more sense. So if you draw the VAR awesome. lines through her knees and her shoulders, the knees yes. are allowed to the, yes. the knees are allowed to go up, but not the body, or the other way around. The other way around, the body is allowed to so rise, like through your rib cage. That's allowed oh, to be okay. off an angle, but your knees have to stay like almost like the same. Also, the lighting was that the lighting causing that purple haze, or was that like a filter over the camera? I couldn't tell the entire dance. It was, it was the like lighting a... and the fog combo. <laughs> yeah, the... I think the fog lighting up all nice and sort of pinky purple, diffusing. That's the word, diffusing. Mm. It, it felt like the sequel to. Um... Margot Robbie's Chanel Number no. Five advert from last Christmas. It did have that perfume ad realness, like you say. Yeah. Should be should be sponsored by the time the year is out. The uh, the, there was a hint of the uh, Kenneth Branagh Poirot films in there as well. Also, I did giggle at the start when she's like fawning over this photo of Graziano and just a vest stand suspenders. That did make me giggle. <laughs> Somebody's had a lot of fun making this week's props. <laughs> yes. Uh, the the scrapbook of the various pieces of um, graphic design and art that have been created for Strictly. It exists. Um, I was really glad to see her not in the dance-off. And uh. Uh, it really seemed to mean a lot to her to get through just getting through and i hope that this gives her like the the little philip that she needs well i hope it I hope it gives her the confidence to do can't fight the moonlight from coyote ugly as an american smooth no less what? i am i am it's thrilled be interesting and oh, yes. i'm i'm sure it's going to be the second denim ball gown of the series God, I oh, hope no. not. Oh, no. They're just going to upcycle Lauren's, aren't they? It's just going to be reused, recycle. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe... Budget cut. What can you say? Well, it's not movies week, so she doesn't have to cosplay. <laughs> I just hope... ever stop them. And she shouldn't. I just hope they do it justice because this is one of my favourite songs of all time. Like, I grew up listening to this song a lot in the car and I've always heard it as a rumba so seeing an America Smooth this is going to break my brain a little but I remain hopeful let's see what happens imagine if they, they do give this the postmodern jukebox uh, treatment oh, god. Where, uh, oh, no. we do, we oh do god we can't fight the moonlight I've now got a fear that like Graziano's going to be like in cowboy boots or something. Why is that just coming to my head? Dancing on the bar. Of course they're going to do that. They'll be <laughs> necking some fake shots. It's going to be amazing. 
Someone's <laughs> going to slide down the bar or slide a drink down the bar. It's not movie week. They they can just do something normal. But they're not going to. <laughs> Dancing a jive, the dance to Portugal, the man. It's Annabelle Croft and her partner, Johannes. I am. I refuse to look to see if that's the same joke that I did when Vic Hope danced to this song. <laughs> uh, and I think as... you did a different joke. I, ref- I refuse to look. Fair enough. I, I, just, I just remember us falling over Vic's outfit that week to be fair over anything else. It's mm. like the dress just did it all. And again, Annabelle's dress, very cute. That whole look was very good in her. I approve. Yeah, it was very dancing a jive in a Pepsi logo. Other it did feel like available. A... Is it is Pepsi okay of jives? <laughs> was this <laughs> was this one? Uh, where we were complaining about the content to faffing ratio. We yeah, we did comment on the content to fashing fashing faffing. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> faffing ratio. She knows someone you can get some horse antibiotics from. <sighs> but yes, yeah, so was faffing about, which seems to be the thing that is happening with Annabelle. Faffing mm. ratio. Yeah. It took to, a full to... ten seconds for them to get to the actual, you know, dance. To quote Ariadne in the podcast chat whilst Annabelle was dancing, what's the longest record for not getting to the point during a dance? <laughs> as soon as you whack a sort of a 60s mod theme on something, you can do quite a lot of, you know, waving your fingers in front of your eyes and pretending to go diving. Um, giving it the whole B-52s what? shtick. Like, they, in the critiques, they said that it was very placed, and I know exactly what they, they meant by it. It's like, when, when, I've, when I've done my traditional watching it back without the music on to distract me, um, I was really, really aware that it was a bit like watching the 1960s uh, dance uh, scenes from like an Austin Powers film and it was all very placed and careful and it didn't really have the full abandon of uh, Canopy Street in the swinging 60s as one would Oh um, what you should if you want to see an actually good one of those, the sweet charity dance scenes the aloof the heavyweight and the big finish. That's what all the Austin Powers dance scenes are uh, taking off of. Some more, more fussy for you there. I was, I was going to say that's that's definitely fuss and jive, and not not in the same location generally. Um, Carnaby ins- Street, not an authorized jive location. Inside a Pepsi logo, not an authorized jive location. Well, shall we? Shall we just give up? <laughs> Dancing an American smooth whilst telling a double bass that they saw it from across the bar and liked its vibe. It's Eddie Caddy and his partner Karen. Oh, oh dear! No, the start, no, the start no. of this is giving me nightmares. <laughs> Sexy double bass plucking. Um. Whilst, whilst Karen's in a very the most expensive looking nighty ever. I'm sorry to be at the fair. It's not like it does look like she's wearing a posh silk nighty. 
if but I mean, you know, that aside, you know, I I I like Eddie, but you know, he needs to relax a bit, get chill, get the shoulders down a bit. But Shirley needs to make up his mind if, if, whether she likes him or not, because those oh, critiques yeah. were brutal. Like at a point, where I was like, "This isn't character building. This isn't constructive. This is borderline rude and aggressive from Shirley." She's and her face was like, "I think this, that, this is like." It was just very cold, and I was even I was just like, "Okay, that's a lot." Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was really harsh. I so... wonder. I wonder if she's giving him critiques for somebody who she thinks has got. A serious potential and like isn't knuckling down I think she mildly regretted a way too early 10 from Shirley the, the previous week oh yeah that was like clearly a extremely random decision uh, but there's no need to take it out on Eddie and Karen yeah their yeah. critiques have been so weird throughout um and like the extreme harshness given that like their routines are not bad like they might not necessarily be you know code compliant but they're entertaining and normally other people who like are entertaining get given a pass until halloween at least without you know we surely starting on the character assassination yeah it really does feel like it's being unnecessarily cruel too soon to try and ease them through halloween and then go right up your game it does Hang feel on. like yeah. i'm just wondering whether he's got to get off the show quickly because he's got a tour booked <laughs> oh, there is true. always that question. He's a busy, busy man. Is he busy in Q1 next year so he can't do the tour? Uh, sure. Yeah, so Eddie Caddy is uh, on at the SEC in Glasgow on the 10th of November. But I mean, oh. McFly were touring at the same time that. Um, yeah. Uh, what's his name? McFly was on. Yeah. And then they got COVID. Yes. Oh, yeah. Eddie and Karen's uh, content is very good and very funny. Always, always, always a smile from Eddie and Karen. I particularly enjoyed the uh, the call me uh, action for the voting line. Oh, yes. <laughs> we, ha we have it as a gift. For, it's been uh, gift. Thank you, for, Ariadne, for your service. For, for when we need it. Um, but yeah, it does look like the show is preparing an out for Eddie, which is sad because I, I like him and want him to stay. And who will Christian sway with in the claudatorium when he leaves? Oh my god, why were they swaying oh. like choppy like boats? Because they were just being water? silly. They were vibing out. They were vibing. A combination of vibing, group hysteria, you know what they get like on the claudatorium. <laughs> it's like... No. Uh, like seven-year-olds on a school trip or something. Yeah, no thoughts only vibes. <laughs> I, it's just the sort of nonsense that you do when you're crammed into a tight space in a high-stress situation. Yeah, but it's not like you just be idiot. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> Dancing a cha-cha-cha and asking us if we can break quite a big note. It's Leighton Williams and his partner Nikita. Oh my word um i feel like i just never have anything to say about 
the Leighton routines because they're just so amazing. Like self-evidently amazing. Like if you watched that and you didn't feel the palpable sense of queer joy, the joy of dance. Like it, it was just so joyful, so glorious, so sparkly. Yeah, so it, really made, not, it made it really made me feel shiny. Also, the core and leg strength to go from a drop below the heater into a jumping split, and to make it look easy. Is she gonna jump from there? (laughs) Yes, in heels and a sparkly jumpsuit. (laughs) Yes, I really felt it in my my inner thighs, just seeing that split and going. "Ah, I just could never get up from that. I'd just be stuck. (laughs) I'd just fall sideways and cry. I am I, I am excited for salsa. Uh, oh yes, oh, yes. I'm excited for a jive. Oh yes. I I might even be excited for a Charleston. Yeah. I, I'm That's just gonna mean a musicals week because he's so character driven. They're saving that for the musicals week later in the Kita, surely. Oh, I don't know. Um, that's such a long way ahead, and so many more wonderful latent routines um, between now and then. There wasn't an aspect of the routine that I didn't think was brilliant, apart from maybe why was the coat red? Yes, I didn't like the red coat. The coat was unnecessary. The coat was unnecessary, but the the eye makeup was stunning. Yeah, I need his makeup artist immediately. I'm just uh, sort of it's it's terrible for the podcast because I'm just sitting here smiling thinking about it. <laughs> I will just say like very good. It, to recap what we said during the show, like because obviously said with, we said with Ellie, there needs to be where's the middle ground of as as we said, yes, Queen give us nothing and kicking it to death. This is that center point. He had the energy and the power, but it didn't look too much, and at points he made it look effortless because he was just vibing and enjoying the moment. So it did look easy whilst he was still doing a lot of difficult things with a lot of power. So I think that is the perfect myriad or point of giving it some, but not making it look like hard work, because he didn't. Yeah, giving it some without it going over the, uh, over the sort of, without it maxing out, like putting a pinball table into tilt or something. Wildly, it's no longer the most viewed dance of the week. What? Mm. What? What's overtaken it? Angela Rippon. Oh. Okay. The Eurovision Eurovision fandom got wind of it. (laughs) Well, well. They are enthusiastic, can confirm. I really enjoyed, and it was just a silly little thing that Noticing it. it was right at the end. Uh, Nikita did the football football manager subbing off a player that's had a good game bum slap on <laughs> oh, yeah like the half hug and bum slap and it made me howl with laughter. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not helping the that the shippers out there that the fa- the fanfic is going to go nuts. Nikita it's- is such incredible value on this show <laughs> great. not only is he like being 
uh, an amazing and creative partner for Leighton. He posted the secret footage of <laughs> his multiple attempts at the pelvic thrust, thrusting in the Barbie routine <laughs> on his Bless Instagram. Him. Bless him. Uh, he did the uh, beautiful uh, young adult romance on the rooftops um, routine on the Sunday night with Vito. He's he's. He's multifaceted and, He's multi- and just a, the best chaos gremlin that this show has ever given us. And I mean, who can who can forget him swimming in a lake with Ellie last year while desperately oh, trying God. to keep his head above water? <laughs> no, we're missing the most iconic Nikita moment, or two. Him banging the chair during Helen and Gorka's uh, mine oh, hair God, routine, yeah. <laughs> and also with his with his shirt, he took his shirt off in the samba dance off until he just kind of goes, "What the f at him?" And then it just starts floating because it's being caught in his mic pack. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, <that> was- <laughs> and the whole time, said he's like trying to shimmy, and she's like, "Where is your shirt gone?" <laughs> at, at, at all times, at all times, he's like half a second from breaking out into something iconic. Um, <laughs> very much main character energy and uh, we're 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 on board with that we're not, bo- not get- we're on board with it, we're not getting bored with it and uh, yeah a perfect foil for Leighton launching a salsa and launching his meditation app anytime now, it's Nigel Harmon and his partner Katya oh that result show moment was weird and they yeah, I was like, oh no, it started. It started. <laughs> he's oh, infiltrated well, strictly and he's going down the TV. And uh, uh, finishing it off with a fart gag is just the most, <laughs> like, dad humour. I really love him. It's he's just so <laughs> average. I love him so much. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, and yet somehow we all thrust for him in a weird this is, way. This is how well, I do. This, this is how you do personality. <laughs> you sort of are just really boring, but lean into it. So equal parts odd and dull. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it works. The screaming you can't describe him as bland. So. No, he's not bland. No. He's just kind whenever, of. Whenever the live mic's on, the, the producers are just very like, "What's he about to say? Do we need to like emergency cut his microphone? <laughs> Is it too Se- boring? Seven, seven second delay, Elliot. It's fine. Nothing too bad can happen. Um. Gosh, imagine if he had hypnotized everybody who was watching Strictly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Into doing what exactly? The, Buying an average salsa. family car. <laughs> the salsa. Very the salsa, good. The salsa, like, um, Katya must be pleased as punch. Colin the dance god is back. Um, oh, yes. And apparently he's Swayze now, according to the judges. I wouldn't go that far. No, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, no, but, because he know, was he was crazy. He was the most popular dad at the school gates. Oh yes. <laughs> you know, let's get the scale right. Um, but I'm so glad that he's managed to do something with a bit of uh, like slickness and savoir faire in it after the like the horror of the Batman jive. Yes. 
I mean, mm. I was worried. That that could have broken the man. That, yeah, that Batman joke. But it turns out like he's so comfortable with himself, and he knows himself so much that he can just put it to one side. He can he can mindfully accept those shorts and move on to a like very nice top notch salsa. Do you want to see that one again in the final, everybody? I do yeah, actually. I, do. I really do. I think yeah. it was it was very fun. It was it was yeah. It was competent. I I'm enjoy also, him. I'm very curious to know what to see what their couple's choice is going to be like. Please tell me it's not going to be street dance. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I think just... he was. I think I think he just run around the whole show and go. I know it's stupid, but look. Remember, we had the same sort of intrepidation when Bill Bailey said he was doing Rapper's Delight and it turned out true. okay. That's true. I think what they have to keep away from is the contemporary. Yeah. No, no wafts. No like, wafts. Oh, I don't need waft. waft. I'm picturing some Enya wafting and no, no. let's not go there. A nice, uh, a nice like, gong bath. But anyway, continuing the, um, the theme of uh, like weird thirst. He's got the uh foxtrot to. I just want to make love to you next week. Four. Hmm. is leaning into it. I think he's gonna look very nice in tails. Oh, yes. a scrub. Oh, well. oh, a scrubs up well. Yeah. Yeah. That well, that's what Adam Thomas had this week. So yes, it's every it's Nigel's turn for a scrubs up well next week. I think if he doesn't nail this foxtrot, he may just fall short of the final because the Latin seems quite strong, but he's definitely struggled with the ballroom. So this could be quite an important dance for his how far he's going to get pushed. As we now see, like others sort of coming through where mm. he started so strong. Yeah, I think the producers might just kind of go, yeah, top six, top five, but maybe not in the final. So I think this is quite an important week for him. Well, if it's the Foxtrot and they've not got a great deal of messing about to do, Catchy can just keep beating the 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 technique into him and maybe it'll be good. Provided they don't mess about. Yeah. Which we can't rule out. Oh well, I hope he. I hope he's in it long enough to get a uh, Katya crazy Argentine tango. Oh, I hope so. That'd be so much fun. Yeah, we des- we deserve it. <laughs> Dancing a Viennese waltz and getting really into forest bathing and gong baths. It's Angela Scanlon and her partner Carlos. It's funny that you mentioned gong baths, Meg. <laughs> I have been doing. I've been teaching Tudor London, so I've been talking about gongfamers all week, <laughs> last week, which puts it into a really different perspective. Different, yeah, different to a gong bath. Yeah. It's a really distressing idea, really. So I, um, this one didn't quite work for them, did it? No. No. But definitely, I mean, they ended up in the 28 holding pen. Mm. I think it was maybe maybe the footwork was the main sort, of, it, sort of it, ballet type. It looked like a Kaylee 
type thing going on. Yes. A little bit jiggy and that given that we were talking about where the VAR lines have to be drawn on a Viennese waltz. VAR knees waltz? Is that anything? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Whoa. Oh. Um, oh. Given where you have to draw the VAR lines, um, like as, as soon as you it starts looking like a jig at the feet end, you're onto a hiding from nothing, really. Is this the one where the one of the critiques was that she would come down off her toes? Yeah. Yeah. And that it was sort of skippity, yeah. jumpy. Yeah. This was the other one where Shirley just got out the knives and said, you were on the top of your toes the entire time. That's not acceptable. You didn't do any heel leads. And I was just like, well, dang, that's ash. The first, the first time that <laughs> critique's been given. <laughs> it's like, oh boy, that that's where it got crossed. It's like, so... She did, like you said, she did some really complex stuff. And yeah, it was a little high, but it was still impressive. And yet, we're going to make this sound like it was absolutely horrendous. But yeah, she's going to sit there and go, oh, Adam, you're an absolute delight when he literally just stood there. That's where I got cross. I was like, we need a more clear definition of how we're judging these ballroom dancers. <laughs> like the rule book or something. <laughs> Yeah, maybe a bit more because oh, like that's her main her main role is to like say be the technical judge of it all. We do we have had the return of the like the technique VT this series. Yes, there's been quite a lot more technique. It's been great. It feels like there's been more. We've certainly cut down on the silly ones. Um, Good, but they're <laughs> not all. They don't always necessarily because obviously they have to be filmed at an early, quite an early point in putting the dance together. Uh, they don't always feel like they mesh with what's a particularly strong or weak point of that particular dance. Mm. I will say from her tango, so just seen both from her frame has definitely improved. So she's. Clearly working hard on that. And she clearly likes a flower on her left shoulder because both her dresses have had that sort of flowery detailing coming down her left shoulder. So I wonder if that's like when she had a chat with Vicky and stuff back in August, she said, I want that for, for ballroom because I just noticed that's a similar detail she's had in both her dresses. It is a lovely dress, I will say. That was a lovely sort of ethereal woodland elf thing. The Aurora Borealis and tulle. <laughs> Dryadesque. Ooh, yes. Ooh. ooh, ooh, nice. Um, but yes, very pleased that they're through. We don't have news on their dance yet. We've had a lot of, well, we're recording on a Monday night, so we've had a lot more um, intelligence uh, than we would normally. Uh, but yeah, go Angela, go Carlos. Dancing a rumba as we complain loudly about the one Eurovision song per series rule. It's Angela Rippon and her partner Kai. Just enough to keep us just enough to keep us thinking that a Eurovision week is possible. Just dangling that carrot, that sparkly <laughs> carrot. And they know that we're rubbish, so that we'll we'll never we'll never stop dreaming. At least the song was performed well. This is the one where I think they kind of Got it right, thankfully, because if they got this wrong, Dave Arch, I was going to be having words. Um, yeah, um, I am confused. Like her hair—that's the only thing I could look at the entire time. Like it's like that's 
it almost looked like a blow dry had gone wrong or something because it was just so out there. It was just like this all. It was it was American horror story, like Craig no, I said. Liked it. <laughs> it was, the, uh, it was the, so static and in place. The the yellow the yellow hairspray. Rumba wise, so we this was more of a your sort of your dignified display rumba rather than a filthy, a filthy rumba. <laughs> Which is fine. I I don't particularly want a filthy rumba from Out of the River. No. Um, uh, and time traveling Kai, I, it was it was nice, it, like as rumbas go, uh, on Strictly, it I quite enjoyed it. Down I didn't want to tear my eyes out. Yeah, yeah, no, it it was very classy and it was very and and she's she's very flexible and and it's, it is like like Motsi said, it's very inspiring as well. You know, get get the. The uh, older ladies into rumbing. Uh, I think it was a very nice. Hey, we, they can't rumbing. all. They can't all rumb Rumb with Kai. No, sadly it was, not. It was very classy. It was very elegant. I did giggle when she was like, "I would like it to be a bit more flexible." The woman just did a standing <laughs> spin on one foot and went into the splits. What? And then did a back bend. What more do you want from her? She's seventy nine. I'm gonna say it's. I can't do that now. I can't do any of it. I mean, do all that. My hands. <laughs> I can't get out of bed without cracking and creaking, and she's there just splitsing around, just like that's no nobody's business. It, it was very nice and dignified. Um, I'm glad this rumba didn't send Shirley into a tizzy, like when AJ and Kai did a rumba, and she just completely lost the plot. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget that. And the ending as well. I mean, at least it wasn't the hoist and she didn't fly, but it's just kind of like. Kai always like ran it, didn't have an idea for the endings. Like, the two bars just stand there and do something. Like, it was a very weird ending. It, she was pausing in front of the big flaming wings. It had a yes. sort of a slightly demonic vibe, but given that we <laughs> already it. have the. Um, <laughs> you loved it. <laughs> demonic <laughs> weapon. <laughs> it's what the nation yeah. needs right now. It's exactly Demon. what the nation needs. <laughs> <laughs> there may be trouble ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but while there's moonlight, <laughs> no. When Hella, when when Hella's fall, Angela Rippon will rumba on <laughs> and rise <laughs> and rise. Um, yeah. Given that we already know what the definitive staging for Rise Like a Phoenix is, and it's some big CGI wings, I I don't think the application of the fire fans would have impressed us. Uh, no. And it felt like no. it's like the wrong colour fire because that was that was demonic fire rather than celestial fire which yes. is That's what you right. more associate with a phoenix. You know, burning... Not yeah. that we're splitting hairs here. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> On this podcast? Emily, we have spent no. eight years splitting hairs. I'll have you know. It's almost like it's almost like it's what we do. So, so how how giddy is Tess going to be introducing their dance next week? Is is oh, she God. just going to malfunction? <laughs> she is uh, thyrub.exe. Um, <laughs> she but we is all know getting all the WD forty put into her joints. She is ready for an Argentine she... tango. But we all know secretly she wanted it to be Ellie and Vito so she could just get on her placard with the giant word of snog wrote on it during their dance. 
Is that, it... that will come. We, we've, got a ship, <laughs> we've got a ship where we can, and that's, that's where we can where? ship. That's where. <laughs> Dancing a tango and finding the exquisite midpoint between supermodel smize and a sulky flip lip, it's Boppy <laughs> Brazier and his partner Diane. <laughs> Okay, the the vibe of this was very. You can't make me tidy my room. <laughs> I, I'm dying on this hill. I, oh, it's excruciating. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm sort of. I'm starting to revel in how the show is going to have to construct a winner's narrative around what they've got. They really have to work hard with this material, though. I mean, if the if the interviews, every single one, a pain. Just, you know, what can you do? Um, just, we're just win a speech. Yeah, it's all right, I guess. It's like, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> this, this, okay, this routine wasn't bad, but I still got the same gripe about, you know, the legs, because where he's now trying to accommodate to Diane, where he's so tall, he was bending down so much when he was doing his kicks and whatnot. It made him gave him this weird angle at his hip joint, which just looked odd. But I know he was he's... sticking his bum out. Is what yeah, you're saying? His bum was sticking yeah. out. He, he had to get was. down a long way. And also, and also, just so much red. Why was literally everything <laughs> in this routine red? Their dress, obviously Diane's hair, the outfits, the lighting, everything was red. I did notice though, in on the screenshot they used for this which is also from the dress run, Diane's hair was different. It was actually in a low, in a braided ponytail for the dress run, and arses they put it in that, in that high bun she had for the show. So I wonder why they... I'm guessing probably got whacked in the face or something, and that's yeah. why they changed it. Yeah, there, was, there was a whacking. There was a whacking, because there was some of the old stuff. You know, I, I, would, I, I would have paid to see that. <laughs> it's, funny, it's funny when they had a really sharp head moment in the corner, and they like said the ponytail was just going to whack in his eye or something. I just, I just, I, I don't, I don't understand. I do, obviously, I do understand, but I find it so frustrating that he is quite being pushed on the winner's track with this glaring height difference. Like, how have we got taller female pros that are not dancing this year? Yeah, and he's paired yeah. with the excellent. Diane, who is then sort of stylistically hampered by him having to perform everything at a half squat. Yeah, I think I think it's partly their chemistry when they screen tested, and also if Diane didn't get a partner, strictly aren't stupid. They are very aware she has got a very passionate fan base from her and Joe. And I think mm-hmm. they probably mm-hmm. went, a flack isn't worth it if we don't give her a partner. Because she's only one of the few people who's actually had a partner every series she's been on the show. I literally mm. think it's only like her, Katya and Karen have yeah. had a partner every year for that long they've been on the show, female-wise. And I just think it's a case of they just kind of went, it's not worth the backlash. So we'll see how it goes with them. And then we'll say they'll try and fit the piece as it goes. But the ballroom, it just isn't clicking yet like i want it to i want it to because i say diane she's worked she's worked wonders with some duds like the, the reverend bless him like she really gave that a good go in her first year and you know she seems lovely and a great teacher but 
she says she's been hampered by things out of her control. And yeah, and now there's this new narrative as well around her, which I don't like, and I don't want to bring that to the show, but it sounds like they're going to use it as a plot point, and it just seems a bit grim. Bit. I saw uh, Joe posting about uh, going and doing a video about thatching again, and I like to see that. You know, I, I, I like miss I miss Joe. Joe. I do. I, I loved Joe. His wholesome ways. I just can't gel with Bobby. Is no, yeah. it's definitely making me go, I'm I'm not a young person anymore. But then I saw like a lot of the, I've seen people my age posting about how much they like him. And I uh, uh so so it's maybe not that I'm unable to relate to the youngs. <laughs> I, I think he just needs a thing which is, isn't being bad in interviews. <laughs> I mean, he needs coaching, clearly. A little bit of, like, you know, make, make conversation. The one where compelling. Was, I don't want to sound like I am 100 years old and an etiquette coach, but the where the it takes two where he was slouching so much that I couldn't see him <laughs> yes. behind Diane. That was unfortunate, and somebody should have a word. He was very not really listening to either of the ladies that were talking to him either, which is just rude. Sit up, young man. I'm I'm afraid that all I can think of with this time this tango was uh, we are the goon squad and we're coming to town. Beep beep. beep. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. just not <laughs> You have all to do I the beep think... beep, don't you? Beep beep. Yeah, it's beep beep. Uh, going oh, back on the uh, musical deep dives, this uh, uh, song uh, wasn't even a single. No, no. no. Um, and it's weird that um, it's become a sort of a song signifying um, the fashion industry, given that um, when Bowie was asked what it meant, um, he was saying that it was about how. Um, during the disco years, um, things went from being free and easy to being quite rigid and sort of almost um, authoritarian in terms of fashion. So it's actually a song that's against the fashion industry. Dole! Um, yeah, but who's actually reading the lyrics and thinking about these things? <laughs> it's, well, it's clearly class. not Dave Arch and his jazz men. But do you remember the whole where as soon as they announced this song, I just kind of went, no, 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 because Strictly have used this before in arguably one of the best ever pro routines when it was the fashion pro dance where Johannes was in heels, Ozzy did a leg bend. Dancers, we're getting to manageable numbers. Uh, nominations for Rock of the Week, AJ. Gotta go with Zara's, just stunning. Meg? Zara. Elliot? Luba. Ooh. Was my honourable mention. Uh, Lauren's Pasadoble dress. Ooh. Um, well, so Zara has clearly won Frock of the Week, but I'm going to say Yavita's uh, 3D embellishments. So oh, Zara McDermott, Frock of the Week. Leighton's jumpsuit, none of us mentioned that. Oh, yeah. It was a good week for frocks, to be fair. It was, you can see it was a quality now. frock week. <laughs> quality frocks. Turn up in quality for the frocks. Um, so all that remains is to say good night, AJ. Good night.
Good night, Meg. Good night. Good night, Elliot. Good night, everybody. And good night, Millie. Good night. And good night to you at home. Keep dancing. <laughs>